Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps Entry 48 Yochukang Road, Singapore Richard is gently rocking his infant daughter Katie's stroller. Despite all this coffee shop's hustle and bustle, she seems to have no problem dozing off. She sleeps through pretty much everything, he laughs, though still keeping his voice down a little. Richard seems like such a stereotypical idea of a father of three. You can clearly see the lines on his face and the grey in his hair. Lines earned from late night feedings and greys that come from worrying about his two other kids, Lily and Robbie's schoolwork and social lives. All this while he and his wife Shelley run their own design firm. It's a bit of a juggling act, he admits, with a pleasant smile and a matter-of-fact shrug. One that would be pretty unhealthy for anyone who doesn't actually enjoy it. But Shelley and I just can't sit still. However, that doesn't mean that when something out of the ordinary comes along, it wouldn't stop them in their tracks. As young Katie finally falls asleep, I fish out my recorder and quietly ask Richard to start from the beginning. Richard and Shelley's place just off Yochukang Road was an impressive four-story home. They moved in around 2019 when the business really started taking off, figuring the yard and the space would be good for their kids. Robbie, in particular, definitely appreciated that space. Having just turned 13 at the time, he opted for a room all the way on the fourth floor. Those first few weeks were relatively uneventful, though Robbie and Lily took some time to adjust to the sounds of the house. Lily, in particular, took a while to get used to their new home. Her room was on the second floor, just a meter and a half away from the bathroom she shared with Robbie. At just 10 years old, though, She longed for the independence that her older brother had, yet still struggled with being a kid. She would come into our room and ask if she could snuggle up between Shelley and me on some nights, Richard says. I thought she might have gotten too old for that. She didn't tell us why, and I didn't push the matter. The couple didn't think there was much to it, until one night when Robbie woke up 
at around 2.30am to use the bathroom. As he washed his hands, he thought he heard someone humming. He assumed it was Lily, even though it sounded more like an older woman. As he headed back to his room, though, he could have sworn he saw a shadowy figure just out of the corner of his eye. Robbie spun around in a panic, looking left and right. He couldn't catch sight of it, but he was absolutely sure that there was someone or something there with him. Dashing up the stairs, he contemplated waking his parents up. However, before he could reach the bedroom door on the third floor, he heard a raspy voice with a Japanese accent clear as day from behind him, whispering his name, Robbie. Instinctively, he turned around. There, against the wall, along the side of the stairs, again from the corner of his eye, was the shadow. And it was slowly creeping up behind him. Following him, Robbie sped up the stairs, refusing to look back. He slammed his door shut, switched on all the lights, and didn't get any sleep for the rest of that night. Robbie told me what had happened the morning after, at breakfast, Richard says. He tried to remain calm, but I could clearly tell that it had affected him. But... As shaken as Robbie was while relating the incident to his father, he only grew more unnerved when Lily spoke up. Was she humming? The ten-year-old asked. Her own expression, one of uncertainty, but also relief. Her older brother didn't respond. He could only stare, slack-jawed. I'm not the most superstitious of people, Richard tells me, but I'm very protective of my kids. He says he visited his mother's priest that afternoon. He spoke to the priest and mentioned what had happened to the kids. Then he told the priest where he lived. How much have you explored your neighborhood? The priest asked Richard. Perplexed, he told the holy man that he had a rough idea of the neighborhood, but hadn't had a chance to walk around that much. The priest said that he would come over to bless the house in a couple of days. In the meantime, however, he told Richard that he should explore a particular part of his neighborhood to get some answers. I took a walk that afternoon while the kids stayed in the office with Shelley, Richard says. He tells me that most of the neighborhood was pretty ordinary. 
rows upon rows of landed properties, some bigger than his in Shelley's, others more humble and quaint. But, nestled in the middle of that one particular area, surprisingly close to his own home, was what seemed like a park. But, on closer inspection, it turned out to be a Japanese cemetery. He was shocked. Granted, he'd never grown up around this general area, but he thought he would have heard more about this resting ground before. Once he had overcome his shock, though, he was filled with an odd sense of peace. At that moment, I knew that whatever was in our home wasn't malicious, he tells me. Still, the priest came over a few days later to bless the house. He said prayers in every room but seemed to linger just outside the second story's bathroom for a little while longer. He assured me that my instincts were right, Richard says. The spirit was benevolent, more curious than anything else. But things could have been far worse, the priest had won him. He told Richard to try and ensure that no one in the family stayed out too late. After all, not everyone buried there was a good person. The priest added ominously before leaving the house. The kids have been fine ever since, Richard tells me, just as Katie starts to stir. Richard rocks the stroller a little, and the infant goes back to sleep, not a care in the world. I ask him then if he had seen anything though. He gives me a smile. No, he says, but I do hear humming around the house sometimes. He doesn't seem bothered by this though. I get the same feeling from a humming as I did at the cemetery. This odd sense of peace. He looks back down at his daughter. His smile grows a little wider, then adds his tone a little warmer. It's like whoever's staying with us is watching over Katie too. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Huntu. You can also buy official merchandise on Redbubble and be one of our supporters on Patreon. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio Technica mics. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.